Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome once again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. Chain, chain, chain. Oh, the supply chain. Chain, chain, chain. The supply chain. The supply chain. You know, in all my years, I have to tell you, I, I, I never gave the supply chain a moment's thought. And now, and now you can't pick up a newspaper. And to all my young listeners out there, a newspaper is a pet. Forget it. Anyway, these days you can't turn on the TV without hearing dire lamentations about the about the gummed up supply chain. And and now that it's now that it's Christmas time and, and with the war of attrition on Christmas still raging, the pressing need for necessities like, 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 uh, like, I don't know, hairy slippers or X boxes and, 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 and virtual reality headsets has become a major, major, major problem. Unfortunately, as usual, in the art world, in the world of art, there is never a problem of supply. There is always supply. Always plenty of readily available stuff. One might even say that in our world, in the art world, we have the opposite problem. We have we have probably, I don't know, too much supply, a glut of supply, an oversupply. We really do. We have we have we have so much supply, so much, so much. We have so much supply. And, 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 and so little demand. You know, when, when, I was a, when I was an undergraduate at the Nova Scotia College of Art and Design, I had this amazing professor. She was not only an incredible teacher, but she was an amazing artist as well. She was a fiber artist. Uh, her name was um, her name her, na- her name is Cynthia Wooler, and you can look her up. Her work is amazing. Anyway, Cynthia or Professor Wooler said something one day during a critique. It was a throwaway line of the most, but it but it but it but it stuck with me for years. This is what she said. She said. She said there is nothing more disfiguring than insecurity. Now. At the time, I'm not sure I completely understood what she meant. Maybe I, maybe I, I, maybe I still don't. But, 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 but as I developed as an artist, as a human, as I, as I fell into a, into a community of artists and of humans, this thing that she said began to, to resonate more and more. There, there is nothing more disfiguring than insecurity. Now, I thought about this the other day as I was making my rounds or around the galleries. Uh, part of my job 
as Los Angeles's preeminent arts podcaster is that I must periodically get in my unreliable, guzzling, gasoline-driven manual shift car, brave the legendary L.A. traffic, and visit art galleries in order to, how do they put it, in order to, in order to, in order to see what's out there, to see what's out there. So, let me tell you what's out there. A lot. There's a lot out there. There's a lot. There's a lot of art out there. There's a lot of art out there, and some of it, some of it isn't remedial agitprop, and, 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 and some of it isn't, isn't sixth generation decorative abstraction, and, and some of it isn't tedious and, 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 and poorly drawn narrative realism, but all of it, and I mean all of it, all of it, all of it is for sale. No. No, 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 no. There is no supply chain problem in the world of art. And, and, and prices vary. You, you can get a, a snazzy, medium-sized, ironic, acrylic rendering of, of soft drinks and billboards and celebrities in profile for what they call, from what they call, um, what do they call them, from an, uh, from what they call an emerging artist, from anywhere between three and, say, $7,000, which I, I think is, 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 is rather reasonable. And, 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 and on the more upscale side, you can find a, a large, cheery picture of, say, billboards and gas stations and cleaning products and Disney characters and soft drinks and, and celebrities and profile by, by more well-known artists for, I don't know, upwards from, I don't know, say, $100,000. I mean, there's a lot of work out there, and depending on your budget, you can spend as much as you feel necessary. And when I think about all this supply and, and all this demand or, or lack of demand, I, I think about my former professor and I wonder, who, who are the most disfigured by all this? Is it, is it the artists? The artists who, who, who have to compete like, like poodles? Or, or, or is it the dealers who have to commodify something that must, by definition, impersonate culture? Or is it the critics who have to constantly rotate redundant adjectives trying to describe that which is more suitably paraphrased? Or, or is it the collectors who, who treat these spoils like trophies testifying to the staggering nature of their disposable capital? Or maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's Timmy. Maybe it's, maybe it's me who's most disfigured by insecurity. Maybe it's me who has to live every day with the knowledge that, that Bob Ross is a household name and Timmy Black is probably just the, the great pretender. Maybe it's Vargas and Jean-Michel Basquiat who will inherit the stature of Titian and Velázquez. And maybe it's me, Timmy, who in the end will be known merely as just another link on that long chain, 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 chain of fools. 
whatever my legacy may be, as long as I'm able to renew my driver's license, I will remain your faithful servant, bringing you up-to-the-minute reports with wry and seated commentary of the lives of contemporary artists. <laughs>